Hello, everybody, especially if your name is Marcus. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like true crime. Marcus. (laughs) Cryptozoology. Stanley. Urban legends. And how scary that Marcus and Stanley are the most common names for spirits. Anything spooky related. Yep, that's true. And so is what I said. Every single week since I realized Marcus and Stanley were very scary names, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to where Marcus is. I'll go to where the Stanleys are. And then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to Marvelous Marcus. (laughs) I will dedicate my portion of the show to Simple Suzanne. Oh, Suzanne. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Hey, before we get everything started, we have another little piece of exciting news. Well, I guess the other exciting piece of news we had was that we know the names Marcus, Stanley, and Susan. Mm -hmm. We have been, well, we were on a video with one of our favorite actors and comedians, Rob Hubel. We were. It was super exciting. And it was also very weird. because. (laughs) Well, in a good way, weird. Yeah, absolutely in a good way. Rob Hubel from Human Giant... Children's Hospital, Medical Police. He was in the movie I Love You, Man, for a little bit. We've been fans of Rob Hewels for a long time, and we found out that he was doing these live-streamed ghost story shows on Instagram. Yeah. Which is very cool. We messaged him, and he messaged us back and we were on his show you can watch it on his instagram page yes you can and i don't want to take any credit for messaging him that was all Lindsay. i didn't i just sat there (laughs) and Lindsay sent him a message and then i don't know like a week or so went by and then we were about to fall asleep on the couch because you know it was nap 30 yeah and then we get a message from rob and then we're like well we're not taking a nap now nope and then we went and did the thing it was very cool it was very cool and it was neat and it was exciting so if you want to you can go to rob hubel's instagram and watch it it's one of the most recent videos he's wearing glasses and it's like a green background or something he was so nice he was so personable And I think his show is really fun. It is really fun. And he does them occasionally. And it was very cool. It was very nice. And we kind of had our minds blown a little bit. (laughs) It was kind of the highlight of our year, especially because not only did we get to talk to Rob Hubel, we got to talk to him about dumb ghost stuff. Yes. Which was even better. Yeah, that's kind of not only ghost stuff, but especially if it's a little bit dumb, that's kind of our wheelhouse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Not smart, also haunted. Well, I think I'm first this week and I want to jump right into it because it's kind of a lot of information. Okay, that sounds, you know what, Lens? That sounds great. Great. <laughs> okay, so this this topic I pulled, I just want to throw it out there because I think it's creepy and I think people should be aware of this happening. Okay. Because it's disgusting. Yeah, you had told me a few days ago, you're like, I found my topic for the show and it's 
gross. It is. It's disgusting to me. Okay. Can I guess what it is if it's disgusting <laughs> sure. to you? Uh, does it have anything to do with mustard? No, but I do not like mustard. Does it have anything to do with snakes? No. Okay. Last guess. Does it have anything to do with, I don't know. What's another thing you don't like? Does, um, I don't know. Yeah, me either. Going outside? <laughs> no, I love going outside. Maybe driving. Okay, yeah. I like to not do that. Yeah. No, it okay. has nothing to do with that. It's actually a bunch of different apps that you can get that are just absolutely terrifying. Apps? Like applications? Yes, like on your phone. On your cellular like, phone. <laughs> or like a program, whatever program, your computer, whatever you're using, whatever device you're using. Okay, so... I could okay got it got it great so like there are different apps where you know like you know you have the tinder and stuff like that like dating apps yeah which it's like okay but you're putting yourself out there to let people know about you uh-huh. so it's like okay I don't personally like I think it could be a little sketchy because I just listen to a lot of true crime mm-hmm. so I get scared but these ones are a little different Okay, great, great. (laughs) So the first one is, there's quite a few of them, which is the scarier thing. The fact that like somebody sat down and was like, yeah, I'm going to make this app because it's going to make everybody's life so much better. Okay, and turns out it does not. Yeah, and like a group of people didn't sit around and think like, well, that's creepy. Or, yeah, that's the one thing. I don't feel like there's enough editing that happens in business meetings or whatever else no. just kind of in general no i think the people that create applications now okay. should have to <laughs> are you gonna start okay is this also the episode people are gonna realize you're a robot because you <laughs> like to say applications you said applications so now i'm saying it what applications okay so the first one is called girls around me okay i now i already can i tell you i yeah. already i already hate this yeah it's a, a terrible name already yeah um it's an ios app that is leveraged by foursquare data it detects women who have checked into a user's neighborhood oh that's so scary um not only does it check them in it drops photos of them and pins them on google maps and lets users leisurely pursue a dictionary of local ladies now this is like from the app description Yeah. If you like what you see, you can pin her and it will, you tap on her picture and it will connect right to her Facebook. That is so, you know, okay. So first of all, that's terrifying and gross. Mm -hmm. And also this is paranormal adjacent because I think the only people who would be using this app are literal demons from heck. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, murderers. And murderers. Yeah. Yeah. this This is... This is not, this is very scary, but also real. It is scary. Well, that's why I want to talk about it, because it's like, this is, like, this is real stuff going on, people. Like, please think about things before you do them. Um, But yeah, Girls Around Me puts you in control. Reveal the hottest night spots and who's in them and how to reach them. No. Um, So they use Foursquare to basically get access to these people's stuff. 
and news broke to Foursquare because they didn't even give them permission to do this. Oh, so they were hacking. Well, not really. Well, yeah, maybe. They were just kind of using their services without really telling them what it was for. Yeah. So Foursquare found out about it and they immediately cut this from the iTunes store. Because they were like, no, that's a really bad app. We can't do that. Yeah, it turns out that's that's a very bad application. Yeah. Uh, the next app I have is just simply called Creepy. Great. Oh, <laughs> good. Oh, good. Um, basically kind of the same thing. It gets your geolocation and your information. So you can track users by using public information from their Twitter Flickr, or other such accounts. As long as the user had location detection switched on their phones, obviously, Uh then Creepy can trace the data and compile it on the map, just like Google Maps. So you can see where people are. So in a way, it's not like you can sort of plead ignorance, like, I didn't know what the app was because it's, sorry, I didn't know what the application was because it's literally called Creepy. Right. Oh, man. And like, I don't get it because I'm like, are these people sitting around the table getting paid a lot of money to come up with this stuff? Because like, if you want dumb ideas, I got a lot of them. So yeah. And I think it's safe to say that the ones you have are probably not creepy. Not stalker-like. No, not at all. Like, I could think of, you know what, right now, I could think of 30 apps that are just related <laughs> to dogs and how cute they are. Right. They would all kind of be a little bit the same, but different names. <laughs> Bark stuff, well, now Rook see, Street. You can take that and be like Dog Tracker. So it's an app where you don't have tracking on dogs. But what you yeah. do is if you see a cute dog, you say, oh, I saw a golden retriever at this street. And then people know where that golden is. But then again, that can turn creepy, too, because people steal each other's dogs. Yeah, that's true. But I guess if you were to use it in a positive way, you know, maybe it would say like dog tracker. And then in parentheses underneath, it would say don't steal them. But then you could sort of like wait at certain spots in your neighborhood if you really wanted to pet a dog. I'm not going to say you and I kind of freak out whenever we see a dog in real life. But if you wanted to just pet a bunch, you could do dog tracker, flip on dog tracker and just wait. Be like, you know, usually around 3 p.m. this time, uh, (laughs) a golden retriever walks by. So I'm just going to wait there at 3 p.m. And then I'm going to go here. People are going to make that scary. Then you got like... Then you have people sitting around thinking that's a great idea, like we just pitched, and then someone's like, well, let's call it Dog Kidnapper. Why don't we call it Dog Taker, <laughs> and then we could come up with another app that's called also Person Taker. Okay, the next one is called Background Check. So uh... this one I can kind of see for businesses or something, like you have to pay to get an extra full background check, you can get a basic one for free. Okay. But like, I guess employers could look, but like, I think background checks and stuff are so outdated for employment anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you're a felon, I still think you have a chance. So sure. that's just my own personal thing. But yeah, so I get where they were coming with this. But the problem with it is that it lets you run a background check for anyone using their name in any kind of application or email address. Uh, It can check for your relatives, your property, your current contact information, your criminal history, your social media records, and the extra 
background check. I don't even know what else it gives you. Okay, well, let's think. If it's extra, like, top secret, you got to pay into this one. Yeah. Maybe it gives you favorite food. (laughs) Maybe it gives you... Uh, favorite candy. Maybe it gives you... <laughs> just your you favorite items to eat. Favorite drink. Favorite, like, fun drink. Like chocolate milk or horchata or something fun. I don't know. I think it's all creepy. I think it's not... I don't think... I think it's just invasion of privacy. I don't know. I guess if you already put your stuff out on social media, why do you need an app that checks your background? Because it's like, couldn't you just check somebody's facebook or instagram you could i mean or just ask them (laughs) true now playing devil's advocate Mm -hmm. uh again i don't really agree with this app at all but okay devil's advocate uh if i were to have committed a crime yeah i would not you know tweet about it it. (laughs) omg running from cops (laughs) omgs i have seventy five thousand dollars from the bank l o l o l i r l people do get caught that way though you're right people aren't smart enough to realize like oh if i rob a bank i shouldn't put it on (laughs) i'm gonna start i'm gonna start doing small crimes and tweeting about them anyone Uh... looking to chill out just got seventy five thousand (laughs) dollars anyone want to do something weird i don't know like uh buy a bunch of dogs and raise them or something like something fun uh the next one is called situationist wait i had a question for you though yeah if you if you could develop your own background check app but you actually wanted to like check out things about someone that you might not know right away Mm -hmm. like say you're looking to hire somebody what are some fun things that you would want to know from Uh, a background check app cat or dog person i was about to say the same one and what kind of dog okay if you like cats and Okay, you have a cat. I don't really know different <laughs> kinds of breeds of cats. So uh, Tabby and Te- Tepi. I had a Russian blue and it was mean. <laughs> so, we also had a Russian blue one and it was great. Yeah, mine was mean and his name was Buddy. He yeah. was anything but your friend. <laughs> well, and w- Buddy was what? Like when, when Buddy passed. Pa- do you say pass away for an animal? Yeah. Yeah. When Buddy passed away. Yeah. Um, that was it was a few years ago. And what was it? He started getting so old that his meows didn't sound like meows. It sounded like he was saying Carl. Yeah. So at night, you would hear Carl. (laughs) And who's Carl? And who's saying that? Maybe there was a Carl spirit in the house and he was just talking to him. Maybe Buddy's actual name was Carl. Maybe he was trying to tell you. That's probably why he was mad because he was like, they call me Buddy and my name's not Buddy. It's Carl. And I'm a reincarnation of an older gentleman that's grouchy. Carl. And they keep giving me cat food and giving me baths, and I don't like it. And I want meatloaf and Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, situationist. This one is so weird to me. Maybe it's not to other people, but you upload a photo of yourself along with the list of things that you want a stranger to do to you in public. What? What does this mean? Um, What they advertise, it sounds really perverted, but what they <laughs> advertise, which I'm sure it probably yeah, is. Probably, it probably, it probably is. is. Um, but what they advertise is like, it could range from things like, hug me for five seconds or <sighs> help me rouse everyone around us and then go storm the nearest TV station. Okay. All right. But as of right now, I don't know if it launched. I can't find anything if it actually launched, but it's unavailable right now. Good. (laughs) 
<laughs> or so, if people were like, no, this got weird. You can't do that. So you put things on situationist. Yeah. So like, say I put on there like, I want to be out in public and I want someone to star a flash mob with me. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, a very PG thing to put on there. And yeah. then you have other users around you that are see that and they're like, oh, I'm going to do that too. So then you go to a certain place at a certain time and you can do do that. So like if I were to be, I don't know, New York City. Yeah. And I were to put on Situationist, I would love if someone were to come with me to the Build-A-Bear workshop, if there is one there, Build-A-Bear, and then go to where the cake boss has one of his cupcake <laughs> places and then just stuff a bunch of cupcakes inside the Build-A-Bear. Yeah. Someone would be like, oh, seems kind of unique and fun. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah. Like if someone wants to do it too, they're like, okay, cool. I, I, I hate it. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that one. Uh, this next one is Recognizer. I feel like this one already <laughs> kind of stinks. It kind of is what it is. You basically, you point your smartphone camera at somebody's face <laughs> and it will bring up their contact info, social network update pop-ups, um, any personal information that they might have. It's creepy that you could just take a picture of someone and get all their information. You know, you say it's creepy, but I I think I want to say it might be the worst thing. <laughs> uh, well, because like, you know, there's 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 all this stuff like we're we're usually being monitored all the time by CCTV in big cities or even small towns. Right. But the fact and it's like, OK, everyone kind of knows that the government's always spying on them anyway. So I'm sure people have tape over their webcam. People have VPN stuff. Oh, yeah. But like the fact that someone could just do this with their phone who doesn't work for the government or I mean, I don't like that the government's spying on us anyways. But the fact that like I could be getting a ice cream from ice cream p- palace. Right. And someone's like, oh, I just got to let me just uh, and they take a quick picture of you with their phone and they make it look like they're not even though they have their sound on. It like <laughs> reminds me of like the 80s movies where like robot people or like Terminator or something would like scan you <laughs> and know everything about you. I like see. that's becoming a reality now. Like this is how scary life is getting. Would you mind it more or less if someone had this app mm-hmm. and they wanted to like, you know, find out who you are and whatever. But if one of those giant like red barcode scanners came and went and scanned your whole body out of their phone that made a bunch it was like a really obnoxious and made a lot of noise You're like let me just i'm just scanning you for your information would you feel worse or I just, better i mean i guess i'd feel better because i would know that they were doing it at least yeah i don't know okay this one this one's not too bad i think <laughs> it could be fun i guess but like me like i said listening to too many murder cases and like I don't necessarily always want to know, I like want people to know where I am. So oh. I just think you need to be a little careful with these. Um, this one's called Crowded Room. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say the Will Smith soundboard. No, okay. that one is a perfectly safe unless it's reading your data. I don't know. Every time you say Big Will, it pings you. At the FBI stations. <laughs> we got a bunch of big wheels going off in Southeast Ohio. <laughs> it's all coming from the same house in the woods. This is suspicious. They've hit big will. What is it? 15, 16, 17 times in a row. I think Will himself is in the woods in Southern Ohio. <laughs> um, this one is like a four square check in. Okay, fine. But it's for the future. What? So you 
look up people who have similar like plans to you that night or that week or whatever. And you let people know where you're going to be and they can show up because they'll be like, oh, these people are going to be here. That see almost out of all of them, that kind of seems like the most dangerous. It seems really. I mean, they all seem dangerous. But yeah, this seems dangerous because it's like. Okay, somebody that you don't know, you can basically say, hey, I'm going to... But that's no different than going on like a date. I mean, you're kind of letting that person... But this one, you're letting like a whole bunch of people know where you're going to be. Exactly. Like you're you're going, hey, a bunch of random strangers, even though you're going to be somewhere and you will run into random people that you don't know. Yeah. But this one, you're basically inviting strangers to show up where you're going to be because you're who you are and you're going to go where you're going to go. Right. Ugh. But I guess if you sign up for it and you can, I don't know, maybe you can only, I mean, you can only see where these people are putting, but still, like, there are scary people out there. You never know. Like, or someone gets a hold of some information and just maybe don't, you don't have to socially tell everybody what you're doing all the time. No, and I know, like... You know, you and I are also, before the show and before all this other stuff, you and I are usually pretty careful about, like, all the information we're putting online. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't feel the need to send a tweet where it's like, can't believe I'm at this grocery store again. I love getting my favorite milk. It just, I, I don't think it's smart. I mean, I do use an app that tracks, like, cycling and running mm-hmm. so maybe even that is like well anytime do you're doing stuff i mean yeah this brings me to my next one is nearby friends which i've actually seen on facebook it's a facebook app that basically lets friends know when you check in and people check in on facebook all the time yeah but what the problem is is you might not even know that you're using nearby friends on facebook you could just be using it And the thing that's frightening about it is that, okay, every time you check in, it goes somewhere where all this data is being saved. And it can basically look at your entire profile, what you're doing and where you're checking in. And if you just say check in at a concert or something, and then you check in at a restaurant or whatever, people know then where you're located at. Yeah. And like you can look up anybody on Facebook. So it's like, yeah, I understand Facebook is kind of like you tell people where you already live and stuff. And mostly it's your friends. But unless you have private settings on there, which most people don't, anybody can find out where you are. And if they see you check in to a bunch of locations around a certain area, they know exactly where you are. Yeah, that's why I don't check in the places. It doesn't make any sense to check in the places. I know a lot of people that do check in and I just don't get it. I mean, I just, I just am being careful. I just don't think you need to check in. So maybe uh, think about it before you do it. Yeah, or just also like have some stuff that's just for you. Okay, so let's make this a little lighthearted now. Okay. Still creepy, but kind of funny. Okay. So Facebook actually has another app. Hey, Lens. Yeah. I'm excited for okay. this one. <laughs> Facebook has another app, and it's called Breakup Notifier. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How is this one fun? It's not fun. Oh. <laughs> but it's way more funny than somebody finding out every step I take. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> The breakup notifier, if you have the app on Facebook, 
when you just change your relationship status to single, it messages the person that you were with, just letting them know that you are now single. <laughs> Wait, what do you what do you mean the 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 person you were with? The the person you were in a relationship with? Yeah, so like I mean, this is just hypothetical because yeah. I'm using it. Say like mine says I'm married to you. Yes. And if I sign up for breakup notifier and uh-huh. I just change my thing to single. Yeah. It will send you a text message saying that I have broken up with you. <laughs> oh, that's So sad. you don't have to. That's sad. I know it's terrible, but it's like, what a dumb app. It is a dumb app because it seems unnecessary and also silly. It is because it's like you can't. It's already bad enough if you break up with someone during text. Yeah, that's true. But if it's true. not even coming from you. Yeah, if it's coming from a robot. <laughs> like, that's terrible. It is. Yeah, it's not good, especially like if you're waiting. Well, you know, it might actually be okay in this one situation. If you've just ordered a bunch of food and you're getting, I don't know, whatever, Grubhub or whatever, whatever people use anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like a really big meal and you're really satisfied or you're like you're you're really excited for it. Say right before your Grubhub or whatever gets to your house, you get a notification. Hey, sorry, this person broke up with you. And then you might want to like sad eat your food more because isn't it like you want to like really pig out when you're sad? Yeah. So some it people. might so it might be nice. Be like, well, bummer. But at least I got a bunch of mac and cheese headed my way. Well, then there's an even worse one called Waiting Room, which they call is the tasteful one to do it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, you know, breaking up with somebody over a robot isn't tasteful enough. Yeah. Uh, Waiting Room gives you, you can, like, make the date of when you want to break up with that person. Mm. So then it gives you a period of a couple days or whenever to target your person you're breaking up with. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm glad all these people are out there making apps and, you know. Um, but there is a positive one. There is Crush Notifier. Oh, how nice. <laughs> so it allows you to choose people you are crushing on. And the service <laughs> sends them an anonymous notification email. If the feeling is mutual, you get a similar email notifying you of your match. But if it isn't, then it just that person never knows it was you. Okay, so you'll just get an email that says someone's crushing. Basically. If you go, okay, me too, maybe? Yeah. Even though I don't know who it is. So it's kind of like a matchmaker. So if like that person puts your name, even though they don't know who sent it, and it matches, then it'll notify both of you saying like, hey, you're both interested in each other. Okay. And then you download Breakup app and then if it doesn't work out then you just break up with them (laughs) through through a robot yeah but those are just the weird ones i think but the other apps are like come on people just think about things before you put your information out there because it could be really scary it absolutely can be scary and i know that this show is about ghosts and stuff and the stuff i think takes up 90 percent of our show and this is definitely (laughs) included in the stuff yeah it's scary, and I think this is probably the best we've ever done on our show of, like, maybe potentially helping people maybe ever. Yeah, well, because, like, like I said, it's not really funny. I guess the funny part of it is the fact that these actually existed or exist. Yeah. And, like, 
I don't know, just some awareness because I just think people need to be more spatially aware of their privacy. You know what? I agree a lot. But yeah, I mean, that's why we can't find Bigfoot because they don't have trackers. They don't have these apps that are like, here I am going to the ice cream store later. Here I am going to walk. I checked into that dead rabbit that's been here for a while. (laughs) Can't wait. Soon I'm going to put it on the app that tells people where I'm going to be. Soon I'm going to be at that big tree that kind of like splits this way a little bit, but then it kind of broke weird. Uh, I'm going to bring the dead rabbit to that tree. Yeah. And then I really hope a stranger Bigfoot shares a rabbit snack with me. And then I'm going to log on to a room where I can find out where all the other Bigfoots are going to be later. Yeah, so I can maybe give him a little bit of my dead rabbit. Yeah, but that could even be scary for Bigfoot because then a people... A people, yes. ...logs into their application and <laughs> <laughs> and then they can find all the big feet. Yeah. Uh, it's scary for everyone. I don't know. If anybody's used any of these and have a different experience with it, let us know. But for the most part, I think stay away. Yeah, and stop checking in places. Don't check don't check in too many places. Or any place. Yeah. Just just a, some for uh, check in for thought. <laughs> I was going to say food for thought, but <laughs> it's not food. Maybe maybe just start doing really vague check-ins. Like, oh, Lindsay Reed just checked in at a place she likes. Or check into places, actually, this would be good. Check into places that you definitely are not at. Oh, like check in like just randomly the like Taj Mahal, and mm-hmm. then an hour later you check in at the Great Wall of China. Yeah, and then you check in at the Chuck E. Cheese in somewhere in New Jersey. Yeah, that sounds cool because then no one really knows where you are. Yeah, you're either at Chuck E. Cheese, the Taj Mahal, or the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Wow. That's it. That's my topic. Sorry, it was a little heavy. I just had to get it out there because I thought it was pretty, a in- pretty creepy, intense, and kind of gross. I agree. Well, Lindsay, you timed your segment out perfectly. Yay. Uh, So we can do some haunted housekeeping now. Okay. And then when we come back, we can talk about whatever we want. Probably something a lot less intense. Yeah, I have some. I have some stuff because I've been really into the unexplained and the whole glitchy matrixy stuff. But then I also have a cool sighting of a creature that I think you're going to really like because we have an artist's uh, rendition of it. Yeah, which I love those. (laughs) Those are pretty fun. Yeah. Well, okay. We will see everybody. Hey, gather, follow us to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone and we'll see you there in three, two, one. Well, hey there, everybody. How are you? (laughs) Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. If you'd like to know more about our show, check out some of our merchandise or anything, really, you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around. We have plenty of stuff on there. We have uh, new merchandise on there. The Ready for Yeti collection, which maybe you just need a blanket or maybe you need a mug to put your blanket in. Or maybe you need a long sleeve t-shirt and a short sleeve t-shirt to wrap in to wrap the blanket that you put in the mug in those things. Yeah. You can do that. Just go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around. And while you're there, click on the Scavengers Network link and check out all the other great shows on the 
network. They're very fun and nice. Also, if you didn't hear the cool news already, we have a tiny little TV little mini series thing going called Spellbonding. You can find Spellbonding on YouTube if you search Spooky Spouses Spellbonding. That's right. Spellbonding is a little video series we're doing where we holler at a friend, a listener, whoever really, and they tell us some scary stories they might have. It's spooky scary. Yeah, it's pretty scary. So please uh, use the restroom before you watch the videos. Yes, absolutely. And hey, if you're using the restroom and you think, wow, something really scary is probably going to come up the toilet, but I'm scared and I don't know how to express my feelings, maybe you want to call our haunted hotline and ask us. We can maybe give you some mediocre advice. I had no idea where you were going with that and you really (laughs) took me on a trip. If you'd like to, our haunted hotline number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Such a scarier number. It's way scarier when you say the words and not the numbers. Yes. You can call us any time of day or any time of night and leave us a voicemail. You can also send us a text and we'll either read the text or listen to the voicemail on an upcoming episode. And if you are looking for some of the spookiest clothes and also the swaggiest drip that you can find, you can head over to nativelanguageclothing.com or find them on Instagram, nativelanguageco, and do some clicking some scrolling and add some real cool swaggy drip to your cart and use the promo code spooky spouses at checkout all lowercase all one word and you will get 30 percent off your order so check them out get your uh, spooky sherpa on yeah they have sherpa shorts and very cool hoodies and they're very fun and if you like our show and you want to help support our show and help support the scavengers network in general you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and be a monthly donor you can donate two bucks a month $40,000 a month if you really want to $40,000 and one cent a month you're welcome to do so yeah and then that kind of just lets people know that you're kind of a jokester (laughs) yeah because like that one cent like it's something but it's not much and it's funny yeah you'll get exclusive bonus content you'll get discounts in the scavengers network store you might even get some early access stuff who knows again that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network we'd love to see you there check it out and now here is an advertisement for a podcast that we enjoy. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Welcome back. Every single person again, especially Marks and Stanleys. And Suzanne. And Susan's. Or did I say Susan? Well, whatever you said now. Is it the same thing, Susan and Suzanne? No, because some of them have a Z in their name. Oh yeah. Which is a which you know what is a letter that doesn't that, that really doesn't get used enough. Yeah. Well, anyways, welcome to Scary Zone. <laughs> Speaking of Z's, welcome to this welcome to the Scary Zone. So scary in here. Is it? 
uh-huh. Now, did you know that I went on the app that tells strangers what I want them to do, and it was sit across the table from me and, um, and I responded. record a show? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't respond. I just showed up. Yeah. That's even scarier. You check in. Table upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> table by window where birds hang out <laughs> and distract us sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Just do your check-ins like very vague. That's what I was saying. Like check-in like yeah. Lindsay just checked in at really cool place. <laughs> Lindsay just checked in at place where it's fine. Lindsay just checked in to my kitchen. Lindsay just checked in at big square building, but kind of a little bit less squarish, but it's like, you know, the one. <laughs> okay. So you know how I said I had some glitchy stuff yes. to talk about? This has been my new thing. Gli- okay. the, the subreddit glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Only because... It's unexplained stuff. Like, what is a glitch? Something that maybe isn't supposed to happen or you don't expect it to happen. Right. And these could be chalked up to being paranormal, interdimensional stuff, alien interference, weird sighting. I mean, it's all kind of everything in one. Would you put like deja vu in that as well? I think that could sort of be in this thing. Yeah. All of a sudden remembered having the exact same conversation, uh, but then I started to pee my pants, which kind of <laughs> snapped me out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's usually what snaps you out of anything is like peeing your pants. You know what would snap you out of basically anything? Hmm. Peeing your pants. Yeah. Or getting your pants peed by somebody else, which yeah. is just a whole idea that I love so much. Well, it is kind of true because you like think, okay, you're asleep. You're in a sleep state. Yes. Pee your pants snaps you out of sleep state. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're talking to somebody, you're kind of zoning out, Yeah. you'd pee your pants, <laughs> kind of snapped you out of that one. You're like, man, I got to clean up my pants. Yeah. Cause they're covered in my pee. They're covered in pee. Now what's funny too, is that if you're sleeping and someone else pees your pants, that will wake you up. If you're yeah. having a conversation and you're dozing off a little bit or you're daydreaming and someone pees your pants, that will also snap you out of it. I guess so. Pee. Anyways, glitching okay. in the matrix. Okay. So... Why does it always turn to pee? I don't know. I just think pee is like funny. <laughs> That's I'm going to put that on your tombstone. How about this? I just think pee is funny? Can Question put, mark. Jordan Reed. Can you put this? Because maybe it sounds smarter. Huh. There's only a few things that come out of your body each day. Pee being the funniest. <laughs> Jordan Reed died suddenly in a pee accident. Funny words and funny peas. Is that what yours is going to say? No, that's what yours is going to say. No, I said what I want. It sounded smarter. I don't want mine to be pee related. No, mine though, because it sounded, it was like a little longer and smarter. I'll keep that in mind. But misquote me, so don't write my name at the end of the quote. Write like someone smart, like Willem Dafoe. Anonymous. (laughs) Anonymous. And then in parentheses, probably like some sort of a pee guy. The the hacker group. Okay. I'm ready. I'm Me ready too. for the glitching in the matrix. I've been ready too. It's just, I just think talking about pee, especially with you, is just very funny. Uh, okay. So, as we were in the haunted housekeeping zone, I got a notification on my phone mm-hmm. from Glitch in the Matrix. Okay. Because some some of the subreddits you follow will pop up when there's a new story in them. Oh, you were on Reddit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, doyoy on my part. It was a Reddit pop-up. You might have said that. Uh, who cares? I was thinking about pee. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about pee. But then I snapped out of it because you started <laughs> peeing my pants. <laughs> you say that in a job interview? <laughs> Excuse me, can you rephrase the question? I was thinking about pee. 
Hey, I'm really sorry to do this to you guys. Ooh, and then I also, you know, you also put your two fingers in your collar and kind of like air out your shirt. Ooh, I hate to do this to everybody here, but can you ask me that question again? I I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about pee, uh, which ooh, I don't know why, but anyone else ever think about pee? Okay, we're back. Okay, okay go. We're back. So I got a notification from Glitch in the Matrix and I looked at it and I was hoping it was going to be short and sweet. And okay. it is short and sweet. This was posted... Uh, only a few hours ago, and it is by Reddit user L. Wetterath mm-hmm. or Vidaroth. I'm not really sure. Uh, the is he from the future? I would imagine so. Okay. Anyone who posts in Glitch in the Matrix is from the is a time traveler. Mm-hmm. And the title of the story is "Dropping Stuff." Here's the story. It's two sentences. It's three sentences long. Just experienced a glitch in the Matrix. I dropped a closed container of vitamins and five of them came out onto the floor. When I picked up the container, it was still closed. Hmm. Glitchy. So glitchy. It is weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, I need I need to see. It's like the paranormal. I need to see this happen to believe it. Me too. But I think we also need to be sharing more stories about the glitchiness and the Matrix stuff. So then when we do experience it, it's like, I know what that is. That and the fact that so many people these days talk about ghosts. People can't get enough of those things. Right. To where more people, I think, believe in paranormal or paranormal stories stories quicker because they're like i've heard this before it's, it obviously makes sense mm-hmm. like i was talking to our buddy mason recently right and it was you always hear the exact same ghost stories knocking walking around cupboards opening all that stuff so when you start to hear about it later you're like oh yeah i've actually heard about a lot of walking and stuff so it like the the more stories there are it kind of validates the stories or the whole idea in general yeah which makes it kind of difficult for glitchy stuff in the matrix because i feel like it's all kind of unique right so it's hard to, yeah to like, think about i see what you're saying i mean yeah because a lot of ghost stories you do see and hear about the same thing yeah you always hear a woman in white a kid with long black hair for some reason crawling out of a well because you watched a vhs tape (laughs) you hear about an elevator opening up and just pouring blood everywhere Mm -hmm. you hear about that stuff yeah too much yeah well i'm just thinking that like okay so maybe these glitch it could be vice versa maybe these glitches in the matrix could explain paranormal things but also Maybe these glitches in the Matrix (laughs) could explain paranormal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be paranormal activity doing these glitches, but also paranormal activity could just be glitches in dimensions. Okay, so... Paranormal could be glitchy. Glitchy could be paranormal. Right. So it's like people that maybe don't believe in paranormal things, but there's unexplained things that happened maybe they would believe in glitches more than ghost stories. Yeah, I think that's a good theory. And that's and that's kind of like what I was saying earlier, where it's like, it's so hard to define what's glitchy and what's not, because mm-hmm. it could be paranormal. Right. It could be alien stuff. Again, it could be whatever. Or it could just be a weird glitch. Right. That's what I love about this stuff. Yeah. Isn't that fun? It's so fun. <laughs> okay. So I've, fun to be tricked. It's so fun. By other dimensions or paranormal or aliens. I love being pranked by time and space itself. Well, then maybe that could be like Bigfoot too. Like, what if we can't find Bigfoot because 
Bigfoot, when people do see Bigfoot, it's a glitch in the matrix because maybe like big feet existed in another dimension or another time. So like that's why we can't get any traces of them. But once in a while, people will spot them. Really quick. I want to Google time travel Bigfoot because that's something (laughs) I've never said and I've never Googled. Try and Is I there did, like a band out there with the name Time Travel Bigfoot? If there's not, we're going to have the band. And I just want to let everyone know that I misspelled Bigfoot and I spelled Big Doot. <laughs> D-O-O-T. And Google did not autofill Time Travel Bigfoot. Okay. So um, that means we have a chance of taking that as a band name. There's literally nothing about... Time, oh, wait. There's something Time Traveling Bigfoot. Um, it's something about comedians or something oh no i think it's a podcast time traveling bigfoot oh oh that's fun but then it also says like alien pokemon pandemic something about the coronavirus well okay well i guess time traveling bigfoot is a podcast okay we've never listened to it but maybe we should try yeah i like the name a lot (laughs) okay i i have another glitch story yeah i'm ready do you want one about so you have stories yeah oops i mean Oh, wait, I said I was going to show you uh, a drawing of a thing. Yeah, you have a lot going on. you got to conceptualize we, right now. We we talked about pee so much. Yeah. Okay, I want to show you the drawing, and I can save these glitchy stories for another episode. Okay. Okay, now this is from Paranormal, the subreddit Paranormal. Okay. And it's by user, a Reddit user, I don't want to say it. It's not a swear word, but it sounds like one, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. My friend- So we'll just call it um, Cactus Frank. This <laughs> from Reddit sub user Cactus Frank. Yeah. My friend sent me this today. It just happened. Oh, that's a nope, that's wrong. Man, you're really struggling today, huh? I read the wrong one. I have all these <laughs> screenshots. Okay. Okay. Okay, now we have Cactus Carol. Cactus Carol. Yeah. Actually, no, because this person's Reddit username is perfectly fine. It's Henry Winkler Official, which is great. (laughs) Henry Winkler. Okay. This is from the subreddit. I'm so sorry, everybody. The fonts. It's just Lindsay and I haven't recorded an episode in a while, and I'm just very excited. And it's just, I'm just, I'm getting, I'm just too excited. Mm -hmm. Okay. Henry Winkler Official from the subreddit Humanoid Encounters. Okay. Okay. I'm also going to start deleting my screenshots. This happened in the North Florida area. I saw this thing about three years ago, and I drew it as soon as I got home. It was 2 a.m. on my way home from a friend's house. I took the back roads because it loops around my part of town. It's twisty, yada, yada. As I turned a curve, I saw on the small strip of road something crouched on the side of the road. It was in the grass, not very far from the road. Okay. It was hunched over and moving as if it were eating or digging. I'm not sure, but it was a little bit farther down in the ditch. It wasn't a raccoon? It wasn't a raccoon because this is an artist rendition. I'll show you this thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, now here's why I don't believe the story because they it's this. I didn't even turn around or flinch when a Nissan Sentra with its brights on blared around the corner, pushing 50 miles an hour. I don't know how you would remember it was a Nissan Sentra. Yeah. I only know... Or maybe they're just really good at descriptors and like this rendition is exactly how this thing looked. Well, I don't think that they're they're not saying that the animal looked like a Nissan Sentra. No, I know. But I'm just saying that they're like, they're very observant. So maybe it is true. And that picture is exactly what they saw. 
Okay, so the the story goes on, blah, blah, blah. It basically just talks more about the Nissan Sentra and about <laughs> what this thing was. But here is the artist's rendition, and they drew it from how they saw it. This is, this is the thing's back. Okay. And I want you... Now, be careful. I want you to tell me what you think this looks like. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay? Yeah. Be careful. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> it looks like a body part. <laughs> I'll say a butt because it's that's the most PG thing I can say. Yes. Um, yes. But it looks like a body part with arms. Now, what I will say, maybe this isn't exactly what this thing looked like. Could be close. Maybe it was a bald raccoon. It could have been a bald raccoon. That looked like a body part with arms. That looked like a body part with arms. Uh-huh. Now, I'm sure this thing didn't look exactly like this in real life. Maybe the artist... Who drew this just, you know, had a difficult time making it not look like the thing that this looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say, but I just wanted to show you that and tell everyone about it. It looks uh, like a body part. Yeah, it does. With arms. Yeah. Maybe I will put this on our Instagram story so it goes away in 24 hours so it's not just there forever. Maybe. I don't know about that one because it looks like um, it's a body part that I'll usually... I'll show it to you again. <laughs> yeah, show it to you again. Just maybe it's it'll usually the body mind. part that like people will draw places and then you're like, oh, well, that's silly. Yeah. Like if you've ever been um, to a restroom in a gas station in the middle of nowhere or something and people are like, oh, I only have a few seconds i have to draw a body part on a wall this is the one that they might draw yeah so just visualize that and maybe someone saw this thing in a ditch uh somewhere in florida Mm. so okay uh you know what that's interesting it is because it also could have been a real thing that someone saw who knows right um but either way i am deleting i deleted that screenshot so i will not get confused in the next episode (laughs) now here's something i will not get confused about we have a voicemail okay we actually have two but it's from the same person okay are you ready to hear them i am ready also if anybody wants to call our hotline and leave us a message you will never talk to a real person so don't worry the phone number is 803-816-2667 if you have questions about ghosts, if you saw something weird, if you want to see ghosts, if you want to elicit some sort of cryptid activity and talk to us about it, you can. You can give us a call. 803-816-2667. Lindsay, you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Spooky Spouses. This is Johanna. I just wanted to call in and get your guys' advice on something. So I've been working a new job where I'm outside for most of the day. And I've been seeing moths everywhere. Like the past three or four days, whenever I park my car, there are at least two or three of them. And at least one of them has gotten stuck in the car like almost every time. And I have to wait a few seconds for it to figure out where the windows are and fly out. Um, And then today I noticed that there was a dead moth on the inside like dashboard part that I had to get out. And I was like, maybe they were just like, they could tell there was a dead moth in there or something, and they were like trying to save their buddy. Um, But I've still been seeing them. And so I got curious, and I looked up moth symbolism, and apparently sometimes it's a symbol of death. And I've been seeing a lot of them. Um, But also, 
I guess it's a symbol sometimes of like um, being non-materialistic. Um, so maybe I just have way too much stuff. I don't know. And then also, uh, earlier today I saw this awesome ginormous bright yellow caterpillar and I looked it up and cause I was like, oh, it must be like some beautiful butterfly, but it's, uh, American, oh, now I forget, American arrow something moth. Anyways, it's a moth. And so, Man, I don't know. I'm starting to think they're up to no good. I'm not sure what's going on, but um, if you guys have any ideas or any suggestions of how I can get them off my back, um, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Okay, and here is Johanna's follow-up. Hey there, it's Johanna again. I just wanted to give you a quick update that I'm eating lunch in a park right now, and moths keep literally flying into me. Like, like they're tickling my legs because they're just fluttering about all over me. Yeah, that's it. I just thought you should know. Bye. Okay, so there are options, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not messing around. We're not messing around. I think that, because you would think Mothman, I mean, moths, oh. like maybe the moths are choosing you to be the next moth person. Okay, this is option one. This is option one, which okay. is that's that's like your that's your best option. That's like, okay, I've been chosen to be the next moth person. I need to warn somebody of some kind of disaster that's going to happen. Okay, great. So when she looked up like they meant death, then maybe it's like, oh, maybe you're going to save somebody because oh. you're going to be the moth person. Okay. So just be observant. That's your best option. Middle option, I just think of when I think of moss, is the cover of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, with the little death head moth on the front. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, well, okay, this isn't the worst thing, but it's not the best thing because it's like, I think Hannibal Lecter might know where you are. Okay, great. So yeah, that's bad (laughs) because he might eat you. Yes. But it might be okay because maybe since... like he hasn't eaten you yet he's like oh i want to just cook dinner for you and he's really good at cooking yes but please even if you're not johanna please let him know that you're vegetarian yeah just in case yeah yeah just don't eat anybody but you'll get a really really well especially if you're you get the mads mickelson hannibal lecter you're gonna get some wild wacky stuff you're gonna get some great cuisine you know what you'll get great cuisine (laughs) (laughs) but don't let him eat you no so just be prepared if any dapper gentleman invites you over for dinner make sure he's inviting you to dinner and not for dinner and don't be confused if any just random well-dressed uh, maybe like early 50s, late 40s year old gentleman invites you to dinner, but they're not from Denmark. That's not Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. At least Mads Mikkelsen. Just be like, oh, I'm good. I mean, you can also turn down going to dinner with Mads Mikkelsen. You can also just say, no, I'm, I'm fine. The theory that I have for the third option, this which is, is the worst one. This is your worst one. Okay. Um, It might sound really cool, but it's going to be terrible for you. You're going to explode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're going to spontaneously so combust. Basically, I'll just say it, you're, you have now been appointed the queen of heck. <laughs> so that might seem like really cool, but like it's not cool because you have to live there. And you're I'm right. so sorry. So... 
I, I'm just really hoping for the Mothman one for you. I am too. I, I'm hoping for the Mothman because that way you can let people know, hey, something bad might be happening soon. You know, whatever your Silverbridge situation is in your own moth situation. That might be nice to, you know, let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I also wouldn't mind if this was a very elaborate dinner invitation. Yeah, because that would be very, especially Mad Mickelson style, yes. a very planned out, well executed and we're back. And there's maybe about a minute edited out because uh, I just got a really bad uh, cramp in my leg. But we're going to start where we left off. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're talking about these moths. They're like trying to warn us of something or they're trying to warn Joanna of something. Yeah. But then they also it might just be in a, a very elaborate dinner invite, which I'm going to I'm going to say if, if I could hope it was one of the three, I'm going to hope it's the middle one. Yeah. Well, but if it's he wants you for dinner, if he says I want you for dinner, don't go yes if he wants to invite you to dinner yes then you're okay also what about this regardless of what it is try your best and collect one of each of the moths that is flying around you and then you know you do the cool framed thing because moths have a super short lifespan i believe yeah so you just catch them wait for them to do their thing they just exist to be pretty and nice which is a metaphor in and of itself Mm -hmm. right and then you collect them all, and then maybe the moths, like the specific markings on the wings, maybe they create a picture, maybe they spell a word, maybe it's just, hey, or something, like on the on, on all the wings, you know, you like arrange them in a certain way. Yeah. That could be something, maybe. Why don't you just ask them? Oh, yeah. Have you, Johanna, have you tried asking them? <laughs> what gives? Say, say Why this. Why are there so many of you? Moths respond really well when you say time out and you do the like T symbol with your hands. You say time out. Like Zach Morris does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, time won't actually stop, but you say what's what gives here? Yeah. And then ask them. And they might answer you. They also very well could not answer you. But it's not because they can't. It's because they choose not to. Because <laughs> they're very uh, sensitive. They're sensitive and a little rude, a little, a little, a little standoffish. Hmm. That's really weird, though. I mean, that's a lot of moss. That's obviously. I would think it was something weird too. Me too. If I, I know for a fact that if I was being surrounded by moths, I would even if I saw one moth, I would tell you immediately. You won't believe it. Wait. I think Joanna said she sees them at work all the time when yeah. she's leaving and going. Do you work at a a moth factory? <laughs> <laughs> is hey, this normal or johanna have you stopped to think i do work at a moth store what do moths really like oh do you work at a light bulb factory because <laughs> if you work at a light bulb factory i think that it's a simple explanation of you know they're just attracted to the light don't moths also eat clothes or something yeah do you work at a clothes a light up clothing store do you work at a store that sells pants that light up <laughs> And also sells matching tops, and it's the best idea we've had yet <laughs> since ever. Oh, that'd be nice because then you could go out and about and you would have like a flashlight because you're wearing it. And you could attract moths. And you could attract moths. And then you don't have to do the thing where you hang up a white sheet and then you shine a light at it and moths flock to the white sheet. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, look, I'm looking at the moths. Now you can be your walking own moth. Uh, what's the word? Magnet. Yeah. Moth magnet. Moth magnet apparel. Okay. Well, trademark that one and then <laughs> johanna if you want to be um kind of you know join us a little bit and we can do moth magnet apparel that'd be fine yeah 
Well, I don't know. Be observant. I mean, I hope nothing bad happens. Be careful in general. Be careful and hopefully they're just being your buddy. I hope so too. I love moths. Yeah, they're very pretty. They really are. We've we've had a few show up here that are huge. Yeah. Wow, love moths. We did. If you want to look it up because it's really cool. It was it had passed on. Its head so exploded. It <laughs> its head was not in its body. Yeah, either his head exploded or it got eaten by something, but um, it was a giant leopard moth that we just saw, and it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was very pretty. Well, hopefully that helps. I hope it helps, too. Uh, I'm not sure if it does, but I hope yeah. it does. Well, buckle up, everybody, because we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. He has flute arms, and he also uh, writes a lot of music for a group that he started called Maxwell Hedron, H-E-D-R-O-N, and he has music on Bandcamp, and it's very good. And if you want to, you can check it out. Yes, it's very good. And he has beautiful trumpet arms, which I think trumpet you're already... Trumpet thighs. Oh. Trumpet thighs. He has flute arms. Yes. Trumpet thighs. Yes. I always get those confused. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. Um, wonderful, great podcast, big podcast family on there. You can check everybody out and us at thescavengersnetwork.com. Or you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com and check out our merch and just what we're doing. Yeah, you can just peep the whole sitch. Also, if you want to, you can find our fun little spell bonding videos on YouTube by going to YouTube and searching Spooky Spouses or whatever. You know how to find it. And you can watch them. And they're fun. Yeah, we basically let you tell ghost stories instead of us. And we recorded a lot. We're going to release some more. And it was a way for us to have fun. And we're going to do more of them sometime in the future, too. So stay tuned. We'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening. Because without you, there is no us. And maybe there hasn't been us ever. And we're <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> oh, okay, got sad Maybe for a you're sec. just listening to a podcast and you're imagining our voices. Wow. Yeah, maybe this is all made up in your head, Marcus. Yeah, like what if you just click on the spooky spouses and like some people can hear. Oh, that's it. If you can hear us, you are in like a special ghost club that you can hear ghosts. If you can't hear us, then sorry. Then sorry. But also, if you want to include more people in the special ghost club, you can just tell people about our show. Yeah, and hopefully they can hear us too. Yeah, how fun. Well, until next week or whenever we release an episode, I hope that you all have a good week, but also you begin collecting a bunch of moths and you make them spell like cool words. I hope this week that you don't download any of those apps I talked about. And if you are on any of those apps I talked about, just maybe think about it or be safe or check into places that aren't real. Yeah, or just delete the apps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe spend more time, I don't know, looking at pictures of food on the cool ramen Instagram handles. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, so until next week, we'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. sabbatical keep going <laughs> supposed to draw out the words or yeah just... draw them out draw long uh, one mm.
Munster cheese. Keep going. Uh, top, top hat, hat Larry. Larry. Okay. <laughs> now give me five words back to back. I, I, th- this actually uh, really is doing it, but I want to yeah. see if I can get them with you. Yes. What do I? Five words. Five back. long drawn out words. Uh, snake, snake skin, skin boots. boots. Does that count as one word or two? <laughs> two. <laughs> okay. Now give me three. Um, suede, suede leather, leather jacket, jacket pants. pants. Okay, now say, just by yourself, say suede leather jacket pants. Suede leather jacket pants. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. PodCube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery. Recorded on location in 1880 simply search podcube all one word in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com podcube the future is yesterday hey well